0: You are listening to an MLGA Network podcast. Thank you for logging into Thank You For Your Servers. This is a mini episode to give you a heads up and a update on what's going on in our lives here in the desert southwest of New Mexico and the left coast of California. My man Gary's not in, so I figured I would just do a quick recording to let you know that we're okay. We're not dead. Shows will return. But in the meanwhile, here's a mini-sode to hold you over. Welcome to Thank You for Your Servers, a show which looks at the tech news of today, but from a libertarian perspective. Now here is your host, Thaddeus Preston, a.k.a. Nick Way. In the light of the new normal that will be inevitably the world post-COVID-19, I'm going to bring you kind of a story I saw here on Bloomberg pertaining to a lot of the internet giants telling staff they plan to work from home for the foreseeable future. I myself have been subject to this, even working for a nuclear weapons laboratory, where I have found, having been sent home for a couple of weeks early on in this pandemic, that there's a lot of stuff that I don't necessarily have to be on site for. And that I'm finding it a little bit more convenient some one or two days a week to leave work a little early so I can basically dig deeper into problems uh, that doesn't necessarily require me to be on site. So this is the new reality. So this story coming from Bluebird that I'm reading today on the day where (laughs) we have an unemployment rate of 14.9% currently. Real unemployment rate, if we take the U3 versus U6, is probably closer to 20. So this is real, fam. This is the new normal, particularly now when we get into the work from home as being the main reason or the main way uh, that work gets done. So Elon Musk wants his people to return to work, the article says. But Google and Facebook Inc. have another message to the staff. Get ready to stay home for all. 2020. Sindar Pichai, Google's chief uh, executive officer, told employees on Thursday to prepare to work remotely through October and possibly to the end of the year, according to people familiar with the decision. A spokesman, a spokeswoman, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to miss, I didn't, my misogyny, I'm sorry, confirmed that the majority of the staff is expected to work from home until 2021. Two weeks ago, Pichai wrote an email to his workforce that said some offices would open as soon as June. This week, employees were told uh, returns would vary by division and location, but that most Google staff would not return until at least the end of October, according to people who are, are authorized to speak. On the flip side of this, on Thursday, Facebook told its employees that they can work remotely through 2020 if they like. The social media company doesn't expect to open most offices until July 6th at the earliest. I'm not going to sit here and read the article verbatim and word for word, but here's the deal. This will be the normal going forward for at least the next year, maybe two. Now, let's ignore the social um, ramifications of this and the fact that a matter that people are much more susceptible and open to this because they've become germaphobes, introverts, and consumed by social media. I myself have been absorbed by social media for the past couple of months just to see the reactions, both genuine reactions and overreactions. But I digress. Going back to the, you know, this issue at hand, many companies are going to find that they don't need the huge staffs on site that they have been growing over the past 10 years. I have argued that there is no reason to have sprawling office space. And depending on the nature of the work that needs to be done, things like you already have Visual Studio and Visual Studio Code and GitHub under the plethora plethora of tools that now software developers have, you have the emergence of Zoom. You have the emergence of Google Meet. You have the emergence of whatever Facebook's releasing. There's Atlassian. Atlantia, uh, there's Slack. There's Microsoft Teams. I th- You know, there's increase, increased increased and better verbal and uh, voice and video communications. The advent of AI in automating a lot of uh, software uh, development and uh, DevOps for uh, small and large organizations, it is growing increasingly um, uh, evident that the workforce that emerges out of the COVID-19 crisis will be smaller, will be more agile, but most importantly, will be more dispersed. The other social things that are gonna be going on here is the fact that you're in these big cities and these big cities are the cities that had the most cases and the most draconian stay-at-home policies. People are going to want to move to places where I move. I live outside of the city of Albuquerque by about 22 miles. Albuquerque has been dealing with, um, it's not as draconian, the shutdowns, as most other cities, um, simply because we have many more essential, I use air quotes there, employees than most cities. Um, It's a very blue-collar town, um, and it's a very tech-centric town, despite the fact that it's huge government presence. Even on Kirtland Air Force Base, the base of which Sandia National Labs, my employer is um, located, um, it, a lot of the jobs are being done from home and a lot of people are choosing to spend part of their week working from home. And they seem to be getting a lot done. Now, in the coming weeks, more and more people will be coming on site at like my employer and, and Kirtland as a whole. But as... Time goes on, and leaders kind of look look ahead for the posture of their workforces. Uh, I would imagine, as time goes on, if the nature of your work is not classified and or doesn't require you to physically have to do anything, you will be strongly encouraged for the foreseeable future to spend most, if not more, all of your time at home working. Now, granted, there have been some hiccups here. Um, I think a lot of Infrastructure players are learning that they need to bolster data center capacity internet capacity um, Zoom learned some very tough lessons during this Skype is learning some very tough you know Skype which is a division of Microsoft is learning tough less, tough, tough lessons because of this I think the this will accelerate the deployment of 5G this will accelerate the deployment of increasing internet bandwidth um, particularly in these more rural and ex areas that I live in simply because this is going to be needed and this is going to be expected of the workforces of the future. But what about other industries like the hospitality industry, retail, um, you know, manufacturing? Um, The first two, um, retail, leisure, um, that's going to be decimated. And I think as time moves on, uh, we're going to find more and more of some of the processes of these kind of locations will be automated. I think for the foreseeable future, you will all be working in some sort um, or at the very least, all entry-level jobs will be um, things, of that, things that were thought of as essential during this crisis. And robots are coming. Um, a lot of people were very um, reticent to accept automation. I think employers in, uh, are going to increasingly buck the trends of unions, activist groups and ne'er-do-wells and and uh, luddites and they're just going to automate the hell out of the, out of everything and it'll come all the way down to the burker joint this will accelerate the development of ai robotic process automation and mechanical automation and controls going forward because companies have now learned that we have to as much as necessary, get humans out of the loop. Um, that sounds cold. And you know my stance on humans sucking, but it's going to suck in a way because, I mean, workplaces where there are people, they may, you know, ideas, collaboration, germs, you know, all these things are, are important parts of our global workforce. And, this is going to be harder to recover from. You can work for Facebook and Alphabet and Tesla and or Nuclear Weapons Lab doing my type of work. But when you leave work and you go out, if the only place I can go is Walmart or buy B-dubs and grab my wings to go, if I can't meet up with my boys for beers after lunch, if I can't do, if we can't take trips, if we can't do whatever. I mean, I love flying by plane from sea to shining sea, but... That will look less less and less likely because it will inevitably be cheap and then inevitably expensive because there'll be less flights. Um, that those things that were considered, and I use air quotes again, non essential were the reason for working long hours and putting in good time and partying. And so you could party, you could travel, you could hang out, and those things won't come back for a while. And that's more of a It's it's more of a uh, I guess the words I lose the the words escape me here, but it's the way that people have reacted to this is what will make those things slow to come back. Those things like being able to get off work and have a beer with your friends before you head home, or you know eat out at a restaurant and stuff like that. It's the people's paranoia and the fact that the politicians are going to cater to that paranoia that are going to cause restaurants. That they're going to force restaurants to only, occupy, only um, keep their occupancy to, to 50% capacity or lower. And that will kill a lot of these places. And a lot of these places are just going to go away. And it's, it's sad. But that's a new reality. And as I was saying in the earlier months when this was kind of starting to happen over in the, in the, in the uh, Hubei province, this will be bad. And uh, I wish I was wrong about. Well, I was wrong about the severity. I was definitely didn't think it would cause this amount of economic carnage, and uh, socio-economic carnage more than anything, because of the whole psychology of this. But on a on a um happier note, though, there's darkness coming, and this will be this will be a dark time for the foreseeable future. Particularly if we can, when we get back into our normal flow of podcasting here, we will definitely get into the censorship and the way that the big tech conglomerates showed their asses. But, um, yeah, we'll come out of this good, though. When all this tragedy is behind us, and when all this economic carnage is done, and when the market makes the moves that it needs to make, the and has the agility to make the moves that it needs to make, we will come out of the other end of this on some Star Trek shit. You mark my words. Hang in there. Keep the faith. And uh, as always, man, support the MLGA family of podcasts. Peace.